Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome to The Build Up Show. I am Paul Machen, Jamie Cranford, John Reed. join me to have a hot FA Cup chat. Um, the yearly chat around how much we do or do not like the FA Cup. Um, made slightly more interesting by the fact that we are the reigning holders, John. Um, you know, Normally we're here and we go, oh, do, like, how seriously do Liverpool take this competition? Do we really care about it? Yada, yada, yada. And inevitably we're going to add in the fact that you know we could probably do with a win. Um, how are you <laughs> feeling about the FA Cup in 2023? Um, I'd like us to do something with it because I've got a lot of fond memories attached to the FA Cup and obviously winning it last year, First time in God knows how long was it? Twenty yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, uh, for me like personally, like, like really the highlight of last year. But um, given everything that's going on around sort of the team and the squad at the minute, I wonder whether sort of how committed the manager will be. There's the whole thing around momentum, but then also we've got a fair break until we play Brighton after that. Um, I wonder, as I say, whether he'll sort of shuffle the pack a bit and maybe look. Um, to sort of try some things out with some some people on the periphery of the squad, maybe get some minutes in legs rather than sort of commit to a a full first eleven, if you know what I mean. It is. It, it represents, as always, an opportunity that you you don't really want to pass up. I don't think Jürgen ever really wants to go out of the, the cup competitions. But you know, he said himself. We've said it ourselves many a time. It is often just to do with the quality of the, the opponents. And also that we're often really busy in January. Well, yeah. that's not the case this time around. It's actually quite a unique set of circumstances where we're only playing a game a week. If we don't get through the FA Cup, there's even a little bit of a break at the end of the month as well. Um, so this whole, we have to rotate because we're in the depth of something, doesn't fly in the way that it would normally do. Yeah, we don't necessarily have to. Um, we've normally <clears throat> been in a situation where like as you say, we've been busy. We've been hunting down Manchester City. That's not the case this time. But I guess we're still. It's still a serious task that we've got trying to get into the top four. So you could say that. But then, you know, certain players have just had a five six week break. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a unique circumstance. They don't necessarily need to rotate. I don't think we're gonna see. Similar to like when we played Wolves, when uh, Kiana Hoover was played, was that four or five years? I don't think we're going to necessarily see a, a team like that, but I do expect them to make some changes. There are, I mean, again, there's, there's some obvious things to do in this one. I think it comes down to sort of desire, and there'll be a desire from the players, John, to kind of get back up and run, really. Mm. And there might be one or two, like there's obvious ones. We, we'll, we'll do our, who we think are actually going to play in part two, of course, but like 
the goalkeeper is the obvious one. Like you know, the goalkeeper will change because that's what we do for the FA Cup. But the bigger questions will come around just how how serious we're going to take it. And actually, I come back to it. Just you know, you've got two games against Real Madrid, kind of looming in the Champions League in mid February. You could easily get knocked out of that. There's no other silverware to play for by yeah. the FA Cup. I personally had an amazing time at the FA Cup last season. You know that combined factor of getting to take me getting to take me daughter early doors, getting to do the semi final. You know, going the final. Everyone had boss time at Wembley in the semis and the finals. We've seen how much that trophy can mean. It's a bit of a look. There's no guarantee of winning it because look, another another one of the top teams could just as likely have a decent runner at it, and then you're down to a one or two one or two off games. But for me. It's a, it's a good holding pattern kind of trophy mm. is that Liverpool will want to be better next season there you go ladies and gentlemen it's the ooh, 5th of January is that a new record for talking about next season but there we go <laughs> they'll want to they'll, want to, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll trust that they'll be bouncing back next season and challenging for titles again but if you want to just keep the wolf from the door just just keep things sticking over you know the FA Cup could be a really nice way to just keep the whole enterprise running really yeah you've got to just because things aren't going well for us, we can't let standards slip, if you know what I mean. So years gone by and certainly in, in my adult life watching Liverpool, you know, sometimes a good season was finishing seventh and getting Europa League football and yeah. not knowing we were playing football against FCC on, on Thursdays. Um, <laughs> we've moved past that, understandably, under Jürgen and everything that's happened over the last few years. And I think it's it slowly sort of dawned on everybody, not least the management staff, that like this is a bit of a transition year in terms of rebuilding the team, rebuilding the squad, sort of finding our way back into playing. Um, I actually I'd sort of thought it but I've seen Carragher had said on Sky Sports it feels like sort of the first season when he took over in 2016 again there's that sort of inconsistency and that feeling around the team um, but to sort of to go through a season hopefully Touchwood you know top four and win an FA Cup is, is not a bad season you know mm-hmm. years gone by I mean that kept Arsene Wenger in a job for three years you yeah. know three seasons back to back um, and as you say I think you know not to sort of do the league cup down but I do think there's much more of like a, a prestige and a law attached to the FA Cup. Oh, God, without without a doubt, look, listen, we've won the league cup well more. It's like it's our other our other trophy, so you know, <laughs> so, so to speak. But I, yeah, I, that, the thing about the FA Cup is again, it isn't the be all and end all. I don't know whether Liverpool have an open top bus tour for just their FA Cup at, at the end of the season, what have you. But it, why I'm a little wary of is like the COVID season, where we end up like top four becomes the be all and end all and was so relieved to get it yeah. but like we went through a mad it was a mad set of circumstances that got us to that to that kind of that kind of position I if you win FA Cups you start to add them to your tally and that's the problem about that you can't have loads of seasons where you don't lift silverware because there's a limited shelf life of the manager there's a limited shelf life of the of the of the main players at, at the football club it would be a disappointment and look we're getting far ahead of ourselves here it's the third round of the FA Cup there's a lot still to play but with the League Cup we were you're so far away from the final like Wolves are playing this week and they're only that's only the quarterfinals you know there's normally we're normally playing the two-legged semi-finals just yeah. after the third round that's still to come so the, the League, League Cup is a bit of a shit show this year because of the, the, the knockback whereas the FA Cup is it just feels like a nice just a nice palate cleanser in between doing the other the other business, the business of scraping your way into top four, as it looks. It, it feels a bit. I, I I saw yours and Paul's post match comments the other day. Like for most of our me adult and me lives, and <laughs> sorry, your and Chris's, yeah. Um, for most of our adult lives, we've had seasons like this where it's like, can we get top four? Oh, and a cup run would be nice, or a little go at. 
like and we've had some fantastic seasons we've had you know the the treble season under Julio some Benitez early you know we we, we were actually good in 0809 like mm-hmm. but the early one you know inconsistent in the league and good in the cups so I'd be more than happy to go on a run in this and I'd, 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 I like what you say about like a ticking over because if you look at you look at other dynasties like Ferguson and Wenger they They'd, they wouldn't win a league but then they beat like there was one year where Man U won I think the League Cup and it was like they beat I think Wigan 4-0 or it might have been Mini F no it was the League Cup and it's like well at least you've got that trophy and and alright we haven't done as well and it's like you know we go again in the league next year so there's no harm in doing that we're playing for for me it's that photo and like Bob Paisley's got one and Ferguson's got one and Wenger had one where Klopp leaves and he's got every trophy that he's won laid out in front of him yeah. and you know Two two FA Cups is better than one FA Cup, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that needs to be a mentality. And hopefully, the players have got a similar attitude as well. It's still certainly an opportunity for us to give it to put a sprinkling of other players in to give them that taste and continue that development. I don't think we'll throw the baby out with the bathwater because we're in a bit of a, a sticky run of form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, the whole the whole enterprise is geared towards okay well we, you know the, the league is going to become its own challenge there's nothing more miserable than a, a solo climb towards fourth in the league as a fan you, you don't make songs up about fucking going yeah. away and, win, and winning a type four game that gets you up to a three points closer to fourth it doesn't happen you need cups you need trips you need magic moments and that's why for me anyway it remains important look let's, let's talk Wolves um, uh, Hulen Lopetegui is taking charge Good manager. Um, I think that's really interesting about them. Obviously, the, the the second bottom at the moment. They are they've only won three games. They're a point behind Evan at the moment, two points ahead of Southampton. But when I look at, I know Southampton have changed the manager already. Everton are an absolute fucking disgrace of a football team at the moment. And obviously, David Moyes has got at least he's got backing and 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 priors for surviving relegation yeah. fights. I look at the quality of manager there and Lopetegui is the best the best manager probably. It was certainly in the bottom half of the table. Maybe 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 you could argue um what's his face at Villa. Emery, um, yeah. Emery thank you. Um and you know, I'm sure I mean uh, Chelsea tenth of the teacher. Um he's best in Graham Potter. We'll decide. We'll decide in due course. But yeah, the kind of the kind of point I'm raising here is that I think Wolves are a decent side. Wolves are potentially looking like they're starting to turn the corner Athletic are writing articles about how he's got them playing a higher intensity brand of football pressing he's playing the footy that Bruno Large wanted to be playing for them John the, the more I read into it the more I'm like ah this is not really the kind of team that I want us to be playing let alone playing them twice in a month mm-hmm. um, as we play the catch up fixture with them at the uh, at the end of the month as well yeah I think Sort of like on the way, and I was thinking about it, and you sort of forget because of because of when he was appointed just before the World Cup, you sort of forget that they've changed manager, and in your head you're thinking, "Oh, great, you know, a, a team that's going to sit back, sort of five at the back, they're just going to sit in there half. Great, this, this is exactly the fixture Liverpool need after what happened in the week." Um, and then, as you say, you sort of remember, "Oh, actually, no, they've changed," and you know some of the stats from the few games he's been in charge, they are running a lot more, the pressing a lot higher and stuff. Um, and he, he's using sort of, I guess, what the sort of the, some of the players he signed, and that's what a good at, you know, like Hoang, Guedes, people like that. They, they are energetic players, athletic players. So it'll be a, it'll be a different test. But I wonder whether 
in some senses that that's sort of the thing we need because I think you can almost lull yourself into a, a false sense of security if you're just passing the ball around and you know they're, they're not really coming at you type thing yeah. so maybe a team coming at us and attacking us historically under this manager that's when we've been at our best it's an, yeah it's an interesting take my fear is of course is just that when people talk about energy mm. it's the thing that Liverpool are, are lacking sorely at the moment Jamie and you know there's the graphic done around about basically the levels of Liverpool's intensity and running and pressing and all that kind of stuff have just taken a massive nosedive in the last couple of years Um that scares me a little bit about this. It being the FA Cup, of course, is slightly different. The fact that they've got other fish to fry, you know, they they've got again another game to play when we've got a, 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 the week off until uh, Brighton that follows it. But yeah, under the new manager, they're all going to be willing to impress. Hopefully, it's a situation where they do leave the back door open a little bit. But it, I mean, hope from a hopeful perspective on it, if it's a known entity, they're going to be really energetic. At least Liverpool aren't hopefully going to be caught flat-footed, expecting, as John says, a yeah. team that's going to park the bus. Yeah, they're not a team I, I ever particularly relish playing. I don't think like, oh, nice, easy. I yeah. mean, we are, we have beaten them comfortably on a few occasions, but I never feel like it's going to go that way. I always feel like, and I can, I, I can get the results up, but I'm not going to because it defeats the whole point. But like, you feel, I always felt like we were. it took us a while to overcome that that type of team because they were, their energy levels kind yeah. of, that what we were aiming for in the early days on the club. They've got the template, though, from the likes of Brentford is... Rather than the classic way of a maybe a which my probably why Moyes has got such a bad record against Liverpool or an Allardyce, so not to say they haven't beaten us, but sit back if you stay in the game till 80, 85, then see you know try and nick a goal or something like that. Whereas the likes of Brentford, they just say right, well we'll sit back a bit, but we'll bomb four or five players forward when we'll you know we'll we'll really go for it. And they've got. I think that's a, a hope. A hope. A hope. That's not the template that they take this weekend because I don't fancy it. Don't fancy another performance like the one the other day. But um, yeah. it could be difficult for us. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And just having a little look at what they've what they've got, just in terms of injury news and what have you, according to PremierInjuries.com, Francisco Tavares Oliveira ruled out until April at least. Uh, Neto ruled out until the the end of February at the moment. Um, Kaladzic. I'll go with that. Um, rule that with no return date at the moment. Bubakar Traore also ruled out, uh, and there's a 25% chance of uh, Podence playing in, in this one. Um, yeah, I mean, look again. It, it is the game is what the game is. It, it, being at Anfield will be a, a massive boost for us. Of yeah. course, it's another one of those games where again we say the opportunity for new fans to get in there. I hope we get to put on a little bit of a display for them, and just for the. The vibes. We're going to need everyone in, bought into what we're doing in the next you know, in the next month or so. As Liverpool try to piece together some semblance of a run of form, um, and it definitely uh, it definitely um, starts at the weekend. Uh, Ashley Frith has sent us in a super chat. Thank you so much, Ashley. Uh, says thanks for pushing this through this with us, Red Men. You're honestly keeping me sane while Liverpool are poo. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, that's what we've done. I, I, it's, it's annoying. Because I much prefer it when Liverpool are just brilliant and win the vast majority of games. But you know, this is our thirteenth year of doing this. You know, I go back to it, our first season doing a full season on YouTube was was half of it was under Roy Hodgson. Um, we just sacked Rafa Benitez. We brought Roy Hodgson in, and we were rubbish. And we had him like losing games of football and calling them the best performance of the season and all that all that kind of stuff. Um, absolute nonsense. So we're yeah. not there yet. We're nowhere near. There. No, no, I mean, and that's, that's in terms of your poo emojis. Exactly. You know, yeah. Com- comparatively, yeah, I mean that's what it feels like. Liverpool are shite. Yeah. Liverpool are shite compared to the team that won. 
won every single trophy in a three, you can win a three yeah. and a half year period. Um, by our own high standards, we very it feels like we've fallen just because it doesn't feel like we've got the level of control over any given football game that we had. I don't feel we feel porous, which I haven't felt since. 20, the start of 2017 was the last time I really felt like yeah. like that and of course that mad run when we couldn't win a home game during Covid um, go on Joe I was, I was just going to ask in terms of um, obviously maybe transition into sort of 11s and stuff later but um, how do you think some of the contract stuff in terms of midfield plays into this because I, I wonder obviously you've got a I know Millie's out injured but uh, Chamberlain and Cater in terms of both sort of potentially playing for the Liverpool futures if you like um, and just with you mentioning sort of there at the end of that, that you know looking at getting form together for a run and stuff you know you're sort of relying on I think those two cases we've actually weirdly looked our best for whatever Naby Keita's flaws are yeah. well I mean, he's an actual central midfielder isn't he he's not a guy who we're, who we're moulding into a midfielder which you can say for of Curtis Jones and you can say of Elliot and a little bit maybe of Carvalho and let's be honest we moulded Ox into a central midfield as well Cater is a born and bred central midfielder that made a, made a career out of it we are much much better but I, I think that's an interesting notion I, my, and I, it's funny because last week on Jano Insight me and Neil Jones were talking about Cater and my little concern was if you're a guy who doesn't trust his body through injuries are you going to run through brick walls and risk and risk yourself when you're not staying at that football club because there's a, there's a balancing act where it's like well I don't think he's going to sign a new contract but he might mm. so he might be playing for a new contract you're probably playing to draw the eye of a, of a good yeah. football club so he wants to get on the pitch because he wants to raise his stock so that he doesn't end up playing for West Ham next season and you but also he doesn't want to end up like we had this with Adam Lallana on the title season where we knew what Adam Lallana was like. We kept him around so that he would get his medal and get to be with the side and, and, and rightfully earn his place lifting the Premier League trophy, but we didn't put him on the pitch because if he gets a, a two-month injury, then it scuppers whatever happens yeah. next mm-hmm. for him. And that's the real balancing act with Naby Keita. He has to play, for me, as many games as possible now because he's he's one of our best. There's a reason why we put him in, in, the, sem- in the semi-final against Man City in the FA Cup and we're better than them on the day is because he added something to our midfield. But you're right, there's an interesting balancing act there between like, these lads who... Are they motivated? Are they prepared to go that extra mile, that extra yard? I hope they are, because that's Klopp's job, isn't it, to, mo- to motivate them? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to get into like you know the whole midfield debacle thing at the minute, but it's like there is that sort of seam of players missing. I think in our squad, in terms of like sort of like twenty three to maybe twenty six. I mean, Jones maybe slightly fourth and stuff. You know, he's twenty one, but mm-hmm. but um, you sort of looking at him and, and Chamberlain weirdly to sort of pull us out the mire and. But, but equally, we, we seem to have made a habit of that in the last few seasons in terms of people like Nat Phillips. And it, it's, it's been sort of the people on the periphery of the squad who've stepped up and you're hoping that all this sort of stuff that the manager says about how good they are in training in terms of shadowing the, the first team, if you like, is it sort of starts to pay dividends. But. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, so let's talk about the Liverpool uh, players we're going to play. We'll be doing that after we've had a very short break, of course. Um, trivia question until then. When did we last play them? That is Wolves in the FA Cup at Anfield, and what was the score? Uh, wrap your eyes and ears around this in the meantime. My Liverpool debut, a new series, exploring where it all began for a number of Anfield favourites. We had that belief, and nothing was going to get in our way, nothing was going to stop us. I was just fortunate to get my chance. I'm about to wear the red strip for the first time and play with all the wonderful talent that I was in awe of. And the travelling Liverpool fans started singing my name. You can imagine how special that felt. Football saved my life. 
it was amazing to be part of, of that lineup with that caliber of players. I knew we deserved to be there. I knew we deserved that chance. I knew I was ready. I'm Jamie Carragher. I'm Phil Thompson. I'm Martin Kelly. I'm Jim Beglin. I'm Neil Meller. My name is Bruce David Grobola. And this is my Liverpool debut. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yes, there we go. All episodes of My Liverpool Debut are streaming right now on RedmenPlus.com. So listen whether you're a lifelong Red or you're new to Liverpool Football Club and you just want to feel like you're getting closer to the club closer to the history closer to the feeling and vibes of not just the, the football club but the city and also ultimately what it's like to be a Liverpool player um, fascinating insights you know you've got the likes of Phil Thompson there who has won absolutely everything you can win he's lifted the European Cup for Liverpool Jamie Carragher there and a much more modern legend with the similar feats we've literally got him kissing the European Cup on the wall behind me um, and then also you've got some of the sort of you know, Bruce Grabelar's done the same from a goalkeeper's perspective and he's just mad anyway and I'll be perfectly honest me and Brucey have been drinking for most of the day prior to us recording this interview uh, so that's good fun um, but uh, also some of the, the, the lesser known stars more fringe players or maybe Ben brightly but shortly the likes of Jim Beglin uh, Martin Kelly and, and obviously Neil Mellon people know a lot about him but yeah how, what was it like to walk out for Liverpool to pull on that shirt what was it like to be a Liverpool player in the city of Liverpool in that time the reaction the nightlife the women uh, and everything in between uh, yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah fascinating stories um, and yeah all those episodes are available right now on redmenplus.com so head over there sign up and you will get that uh, so yeah, Jamie you're almost casually threw in the answer to this question very nearly in conversation earlier on oh yeah the question was when did we last play them in the FA Cup at Anfield and what was the score is that the one is it the 1-0 to Wolves I said nearly because I, I was thinking it was 3-1 to Wolves it wasn't 3-1 to Wolves is that a way it was 
there was a Paul Lambert. There was a poor display against it the was, Paul Lambert. It was Paul Lambert in charge Andreas of Wolves. Andreas Weiman. It was Andreas Weiman uh, who did score the second of their goals. Is that that's at Anfield? Is at it? Anfield yeah. in what year? It's under Klopp, isn't it? Yeah, twenty. Under Klopp. 2017 oh. Liverpool 1 Wolves 2 the goals coming from Richard Stearman and Andreas Weiman uh, Liverpool's uh, goal came from Divock Origi in course. the 86th minute to stage a fight back that didn't happen the average age of Liverpool starting a lineup that night was 23.66 want to table a guess at what our starting 11 was in goal nope the other one Carius. Carius. Oh yeah. Was Klein still there? No. Klein was was still would have still been there, but he's not he's not in the team. Um, he's likely to start Moreno. in the game. He's likely to start in the game at the weekend. James Milner in, oh, at, no, the back. No, not, at the back. Uh, um, Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez. Ah. Um, cult hero. Dancing superstar in recent months on Estonian television. Oh yeah, the big man. <laughs> Ragnar Klavan. Moreno was yeah. in the team. You were right at, uh, um, at, at left back, right back. Joe Gomez was playing centre half. Right back, Conor Randall. Oh wow. A central midfield. I will guess three for the sake of argument. Lucas, captain of the night. Uh, the man that everyone's suddenly gone back on the, the love train for again, even though he doesn't play for us anymore. Ray Chan. No, God. Things aren't that bad, mate. Um, um, sorry, Emre. Uh, I am only by comparison to the fact that I'm talking about Genie Van Alden. Um, ooh, a uh, young midfielder um, made absolutely burst onto the scene in pre-season against Tramia and had a load of look-ins this season. But... But never made it. I think I, I, I presume he's, we finally sold him. He's been out on loan for a number of years, in, mainly in the championship. Harry we're Wilson. not too late for Ibe and Suso, aren't we? We so, are. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think Ben Woodburn, but he plays. Ben yeah. Woodburn is Ben Woodburn is in the team. Um, Ovia Jaria. Oh yeah. Oh, and then yeah. Roberto Firmino with Divock Origi in there as well. Wild stuff. Wild team. So it's Ben Mignolet, Milner, Coutinho, Chan, Kev Stewart, Harry Wilson, and Daniel Sturridge. If you got all of that right, then you're a savant. Give yourself a huge pat on the back. Um, injuries for Liverpool continue to be concerning as ever. A week doesn't seem to go by without us losing a footballer. This time it's Virgil Van Dyke. There's talk. Um, it's going to be at least the rest of the month. The rumours are that it could be much longer than that. Um, he was he was unlikely to play this game anyway, John. But my question here is, what does that mean for how we utilise the, the the players that we've got? So, and Joe Gomez, I think, is central to this because Joe Gomez has been our backup right back. However, I don't think you can now enter a world where Gomez is playing. If you because so you, you can start Canate and you can start Matip, but if you're also playing Joe Gomez in that team, you've got no centre halves yeah. on the bench that aren't called Nat Phillips. And no disrespect to Nat Phillips, but that's the reality of the, of, of where we're at. And that it, it, we have to be careful with how we utilise the people that we that we have got because we've been in this situation before. We've lost Virgil Van Dijk before, and we had a shocking season as a result. Yeah, I think 
it's a hard one to call in terms of like the balance of experience, isn't it? In terms of like I, I like Kanate and I think you know we've all been impressed with him since he signed, but there are still elements of rawness to him, and particularly obviously like the, the third goal the other night against yeah. Brentford. They, you know, a slightly more experienced player, I think doesn't do that and what he's trying to do is clever but so if it was me I'd be wrapping Matt up in cotton wool and trying to keep him and Canate for the league as much as possible yeah. just in terms of having an experienced head next to him um, the Gomez question for me isn't really a question I, I feel for, for Joe in the sense that um, there was a time where I thought he was he was the future at centre yeah. half of Liverpool um, but on his appearances this season uh, not really and you know, it, we keep saying and we know about Gomez. He needs a run of games. Mm. The only way Joe Gomez, Jamie's going to get a run of games is if we have a huge injury crisis. Yeah. And that's how we got his luck in before. And the problem with Gomez is he'll have a good game, but then he'll just, his head will fall off in the middle of the next one. And then he really struggles to recover. And that's the problem right now is that Gomez isn't playing well enough to justify the run in the team that he needs in order to play well enough. He might end up getting it though. If we don't, obviously Matip was, was, fit strangely fit all year last year and he mm-hmm. was brilliant but you can never really guarantee him on his fitness so Joe might end up getting a, getting a run of games at centre half I think uh, Ramsey plays against Derby in the League Cup doesn't he so he's at least had a taste of playing at Anfield he's you know, he's played a full season in the SPL so it's not like he's it's not like he's just been playing under 18s football mm-hmm. so I think he can definitely come in for games like this at right back if we're if we're sticking to the idea of, of Gomez at centre back and I think we should mm-hmm. and and maybe get him his runner games now in the next however long. Yeah, I, I mean the hope is that someone like Calvin Ramsey can, can get fit and stay fit and, and we can have a prop proper look at what he is as a footballer really is he not fit for this weekend I have got no idea what the deal is with him there's no reason he's certainly not listed in fact I'll get the I'll get Premier, Premier injuries up for us um, they've got our listed outs as Diaz as we know Artur Jota Firmino Milner Gapo obviously should be fit should be available for it Henderson should be available Van Dijk is, is Definitely ruled yeah. out, so there's no mention of, of Ramsey there. Okay. But he's been there conspicuous by was, his absence yeah. in, in, mm. in recent weeks. There's something in Dubai, wasn't there, or where he wasn't playing anyway. Hopefully, he can Milner's but Milner was preference, but of course Milner's Milner's been injured himself. Yeah. Gomez is actually I don't mind Gomez at right back. I, I, I've said this elsewhere. There seems to be a switching trend back towards pacey centre halves who are good on the ball, playing fullback for the top for the top teams, which I'm not against us having having in our locker. Um, but it would be nice to get a clearer look at what he what he looks like. And again, the question would be, and if you're watching at home, let us know what do you do for this one? Do you do you keep Canate and Matip wrapped up and go like Phillips Gomez as the centre back pairing, and then do whatever you want to do at right back potentially, or do you do you stick with Canate and hope that he's good enough and fit enough to just be your main, just be a Van Dyke replacement? We have seen Gomez used as the understudy for Van Dyke as the left sided centre half. I mean that could be. That could be Gomez's time to shine, you know, of saying, right, actually, no, mate, you get to be the the guy who's a bit more composed on the ball. You get to just, you know, do, be a bit more of the mature centre half rather than the guy who throws yourself in and has yeah. to be all action. That might it certainly suits his skill set, not necessarily his height in terms of being commanding, but it's a possibility. Um, moving forward, though, how many how many youngsters would you start, um, John? And has that opinion changed off the back of the the, the, the results of the weekend? Um, a little. Um, I'm trying to think. 
I definitely start Cavalio. I think just in terms of we haven't seen enough of them I think recently in terms of keeping them in the rotation and keeping them that plate spinning if you like um, me fear and it has been for a while as I think with, say like with Elliot you've almost got to protect him from himself a little bit mm-hmm. um, I think there is a little bit of he went through a spell of being really good earlier in the season and then the last maybe but the last couple of games but even prior to that the World Cup as well um, he'd go from some games he'd be brilliant the games he was really good in he was really good in and then the games where he wasn't he was just anonymous and yeah. he, he was actually actively harming us in midfield yeah. um, and that's not his fault because he's a young player but uh, you know you sort of need to take him out of that firing line I think as the manager a little bit um, and that's where I'm, I have like slight concerns over fielding you don't, you don't want to kill some players confidence if you like too soon before for the you know big enough to sort of take that on on, on the chin you've got to yeah you've got to manage things and the, the, the interesting conversation is is like we could take him out but you you put potentially putting another young lad in mm. there anyway you know youngish I don't care Jones is a bit older now he's, he's heading towards sort of senior age um Stefan Bacetic is the conversation to be had because for me, Jamie, as soon as I saw an FA Cup down the line, it's like, well, there's Stefan Bacetic starting. Yeah, yeah. There's Ben Doak maybe getting a start. Um, and then, yeah, it's a good opportunity to get Carvalho in the team, good opportunity for minutes for Kurt Jones. But then you're starting to get into a world of like, ooh, uh, that's, you start to put that as an 11. And you're like, I'm, I'm a little concerned that that has enough quality to actually get the business done. It's funny, I didn't even think of Elliot as a as a yeah. youngster. I know he's 19 yeah. because he's played that many games. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Bichetich in there, and then, but then I also thought, oh, this is a game for Jones to come in. But then mm-hmm. I'd also like to see Naby play because, you know, Naby's had however long out. And then I think, is there enough... Is there enough steel in that midfield for this sort of game? Like, uh, uh, all, all players that are good on the ball... I would maybe start Bacetic. Um I don't think Doak will start. I'd, I'd like to see a little uh, five-minute cameo at the end, ten-minute cameo. Yeah, they, they might have Traore terrorising people. We've got our own lad who can terrorise people <laughs> yeah. on the right wing. Um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, Carvalho maybe coming in, possibly off the left. As yeah, as you say, keep keep him in in and around. In and, I've done the well, cliche in and around the squad but talking from the left there's a big conversation oh, of course oh, well, that we've been yeah. saving ourselves for yeah. right. there's a man yeah. there's a £37 million man called Cody Gappo who yeah. should have finally had his, um, his, his his deal sanctioned by all the relevant uh, governing bodies and will be available for this game Um He's the one. It's a bit like obviously we saw Diaz make his debut uh, against Cardiff last last season or whatever in, in the FA Cup. Regardless, um, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to get a feel, John, yeah. of what he what kind of footballer he is, and almost to some extent, I'm like just build the rest around him. Mm. You know, like he starts definitely because I want to see him, and but let's see let's see what other good players we can put around him. Yeah, I was going to say that's the big question: is it is it getting him into your team and what you do around that? And I think sort of. It's that thing between sort of freedom, isn't it? You know, just I think the manager said in the past, like when we get new players, I don't coach them for the sort of first two or three months. I just say, just just be you, and then once we know what you are more fully, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you the bits I want yeah. you to work on. So you almost want to build the team around Gakpo. I think if, if he's starting, just in terms of putting them on the pitch in our, in our existing system, and just go and right do your thing. Yeah. Um, and for him, go and well. see, you, see how you interpret this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Here's the thing go, go out there, yeah. yeah I like I, that. And also try and give him the best opportunity. I mean, I know it's not going to be a full, I don't think it'll be a full sort of first team. Um, I might be surprised given the break we've got to the next Premier League game, but um, you, you don't necessarily want him with sort of, as we were saying, sort of youngsters in the positions around him in terms of 
trying to bed himself in. You want him to sort of be able to at least have some senior players near to him in terms of helping him through it. But but it use that as a positive. You know, we're trying to build some kind of momentum going forward. You know, at home it'll be his debut. He's, he's yeah. the shiny new toy, isn't he? In terms of you know the, the big new signing, but hoping you know he's going to do something big. Yeah, I mean it, it, this is this is what it's all about. January is what you, you you sign players. We want to sign players. We want to see what like we want to feel that genuine sense of excitement like again like we got with Diaz. I don't really know. I don't know enough about him. You know, I've watched the, I've watched all yeah. the reels. I saw bits of him at the World Cup. You know, I, I've I've looked at his stats top to bottom in the last in the last few weeks you know we've done loads of expert insights on plus you know from like coaches and fans and all kinds of people who know him better but there's nothing like the eyeball test there's nothing like being able to see him pull the red shirt on maybe a future contender for the next series of my Liverpool debut we'll see um, but yeah being able to see what he's like in, laid out in front of you is, is huge yeah I um He's played. He played in a two for Holland in a couple of the games. He's there's been. I, I, I look. I'm not a. Uh, I don't studiously watch the Eredivisie every weekend. I'm, I'm sorry to have to admit, but uh, <laughs> I've I've heard him, people saying like, oh, he's played down the centre. He's played as a false nine, stuff like that. So I don't think it's necessarily nailed on that he play on the left. But that is his main position. So you feel like if a man's if you're going to be giving a fella his debut. Play him in the position that he's most comfortable in. Yeah, that makes that makes sense to me. I'm I'm excited to see what he what he can do. To be perfectly honest, um, oh, just a little mention: here, Ashley Frith has gifted one Redmen TV YouTube membership in the comments. Big big love to Ashley Frith. Uh, what an absolute superstar! Well done, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's we'll, let's try and work out what our 11 is going to be then, because I think this is mm. tricky. It's the trickiest one for a while. If he's fit, Kelleher will start. He was back on the bench, so there's no reason why he won't. Left back? Simikas. Simikas? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Centre backs? Can I can I be mental and suggest maybe it's Phillips and Canate? Is that too outlandish? No, I don't think that's I don't think that's too outlandish. I I I, I wouldn't mind seeing Phillips. It's I feel like if Ramsey isn't fit, Gomez will play right back. Yeah. I think so. Then that 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 then opens the door for Phillips. There's but also the thing Trent, didn't, you know, he went training yeah, yeah. for a bit. I don't I don't see how he needs necessarily yeah, a big say, rest think, in this. I I think if you're looking at a back four of Smikash, Karate, Phillips, um, you'd be looking at Trent. I think. Yeah. Just because uh, I think it's not that he's been poor because you know obviously highlights the sort of his one-on-one defending in that game the other week, but um, I do think he sort of needs a bit of you know he's not quite. Boiling over yet? He needs yeah. he needs the minutes. I think. Yeah, keep, he says, yeah, keep going, keep doing it, keep the keep. keep I mean, the outlet principally. This is the thing we're already getting into, but I'll I'll, I'll make this point in a second. Let's, let's go to the midfield. DM. Hendo should be back. I was going to say Henderson, but I don't know if if you lose a bit. Like in my midfield, I'd put him there. I think, but I think you might go for Bidio. But I don't know who else you would play DM other than those two. Pachetic. Yeah. Shadab Pachetic a bit further forward. Okay. I think Thiago comes out. Like, yeah, Thiago comes yeah. out in terms of minutes as well. Because I'm thinking maybe well, would Chamberlain possibly start on the right of the three? But then he's, he's been out a while, hasn't he? You've got the, the Chamberlain thing is that I just think we've got there's options there, yeah. hasn't there? And actually, ones who we trust more in midfield, whether people like it or not. You know, he, he clearly thinks Elliot is a better go in midfield than than Ox is. Otherwise, he'd have just flipped the roles over the last month, wouldn't he? You know, over the last couple of weeks. There's obviously Curtis Jones has mentioned need needs a game. Naby needs some minutes. Again, Elliot, you could do worse than letting him have a 
good of the game. You know, we got, got get tucked after forty five. A, a big, big proponent of. I, I hooked you there. Go and show me why I was wrong in the next game. Dejan Lovren being the most famous example after Tottenham Hotspur away. Um, the last time our defence was crap. Nate again after as like you know. Yeah. I I'm not taking you like the firing line. Who's it, starting Mo Salah? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know because I'm, I'm trying to think in my head. I'll get Carvalho in this team. Yeah. I think he'll start. But then and my other question is: is, is, is Elliot an option in Salah's position? I know he's grown up there. Do Klopp does Klopp see him now as exclusively a midfield option? Because well, I wouldn't mind seeing him there. He well, played there for Blackburn, yeah, and we saw it in the Rangers game as well. You know, yeah. he, he does it there. Um, Harry's one of our YouTube members. Here, so he's put Elliot on the wing, so a little bit of agreement. Yeah, uh, a little bit of agreement there. I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. Again, it's it's if you're giving Salah the day off, what are you or, or sixty minutes or seventy minutes off? What are you doing that doesn't? Who's close to that? And Elliot stylistically just being left footed and playing inverted is a, is a thing. I think if I was going to play him, I'd play him down the middle as the nine rather than on the wing because I think, especially if Gakpo starts, if I put Gakpo in this eleven, then he sort of, from what I've seen and what I've read of him, he plays. He can sort of play a bit as a ten. So yeah. we, we might end up like a bit like false nine, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I'd almost be be playing Salah as one of the two or on his own, if you like. Nunes. I'd have him on the bench. I think. Yeah, I didn't think he would play. We're going to end up with thirteen players starting this. <laughs> Depends where the Bobby, how, how close Bobby is as well, because he could do if he's fit, he could do with some minutes on the pitch. Certainly, so it kind of forced my point on Henderson. It was concussion, so he's fit, but they've gone through the protocols. It wasn't yeah. like he was dead bad. Apparently, he was he's okay, but they just had to make sure they tick, they tick the boxes on that way. So he would, if you just treat it like a normal game, he'd probably come in because Fabinho's had to play. Actually, maybe yeah. slightly more similarly why Simicast would probably come in for Robertson because Robertson wasn't probably wasn't expecting to have to come on at half time in the, in the last game either I'm a bit I think I feel like Jones if he's not starting this getting a bit worried for him in yeah. terms of his position in the squad because yeah. he should these are the sort of game you've got to be He's, he's, he's got a lot of detractors hasn't he at the moment so you've got to be performing in games like this and then you think he's definitely a viable option for the league games but, <sighs> but it's a tough one. I, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll throw a team out, and I think it'll be Kelleher. I think it'll be Simicas. I would play Gomez and Canate, but I think he might play Phillips because there's one last op- window op- opportunity there to showcase him to the football yeah. market and say you can have this guy if you if you want him. Because um, we know we're, we're prepared to listen to offers this this January for him. So I think that's the option there. I would start. Trent, therefore, because you're making so many changes to your back yeah. your back line, with the proviso that hopefully Calvin Ramsey's fit to come in and do half an hour, maybe even 45 if the game's going okay. I think Henderson will start on the six. I think Naby and Curtis will start in midfield, yeah. based on his sub appearances. The fact again, Kerr comes off normally a little precarious towards getting a look in the next game. He's having a couple of minutes towards the back end of the other one. And then the front line's tricky. It's whether is Gapo fit to start. If he is, Sandy will start off the left. Why not go forty-five minutes of Gapo, Nunes, and Salah? Mm. See how the game goes. Extend one or two of them to sixty if you want to, and then you've got Doak and Carvalho potentially to come in and freshen it up and go. It's the either it's the FA Cup we give a shit, in which case you maybe run 75, 80 minutes with the good lads, or it's the FA Cup we don't give a shit, or or have already won, and then you can you can you can mm. rotate from there. 
It's a big one though. Sounds fair to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm almost certainly missing yeah. out on obvious. I mean, Bacetic, I've missed out in there. I'd like to see him get a yeah. game. Mm. And I think it, under any normal circumstance, I'd be letting him play this one. Maybe it's that he. You keep Fabinho out of this completely, and it's just Hendo and Bacetic who, ro- who rotates through the game in it. I mean, I'm making 10 subs, I think, at this point, which yeah. is the big there's, there's a lot of diddles of play in this game, isn't it? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's a 15 man team. But, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, cool. Score predictions? I think we grind out a 2 1. Yeah, 2 1. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be easy. Horrible game of football incoming. Yeah. 1-0 to Liverpool Dakpo debut goal yes yeah. yes that will do me splendidly at the cop end if you could wait as well please because oh, yeah. I'm so sick of scoring goals down the early road and doing nothing in front of the cop because I can't see that far it's too far away Liverpool score at the cop end um, right so let us know what you would do what your score predictions would be in the uh, in the comments section underneath as well uh, thank you so much to Ashley Frith for the super chats and the, the gifted memberships as well if you want to keep up to date with everything ahead of this game there will be a starting 11 prediction show Jürgen Klopp's press conference of course will be available or Pep whoever chooses to send out for it will be available on YouTube and on Acast uh, and obviously Spotify iTunes and all that good stuff as well and do check out my Liverpool debut as I say all those episodes six episode series all streaming like just nice solid consumable content there really comforting and, and hopefully grow your knowledge of uh, some former Liverpool players and what it feels like to be a Red uh, other than that thank you so much have a wonderful afternoon thank you gents pleasure yeah. as always uh, and we'll see you soon for another Match Build Up show Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.